As we do talk about it once again, you know, it is another lovely Monday. It is April the 12th of 2021, day 102 of the year, and only 263 days left to go, baby. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on, of course, already as we're starting to get into it and all that kind of fun stuff as we are moving and grooving and talking about everything that is going on inside of this lovely world of ours as we are Hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show. Of course, we're broadcasting live from the Radio Big Studios and the Safety FM Studios. And we're coming live from, of course, Orlando, Florida, because that's where we kind of hang out. And, of course, we're streaming on most of the sequences, which would be Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. And, you know, you know, may, may, do I do the sounds? I don't know. I never know if I do the sound effects or not do the sound effects. Some people like it. Some people don't. I don't know. Just do it. Radio. So there you go. So let's talk about what was trending over the weekend. If you did not see it, let's talk about it. We'll go through them relatively quick. Hashtag National Sibling Day uh, was flooded multiple social media platforms on Saturday as users shared photos in honor their beloved brothers and sisters. Will Smith was also trending on Saturday as the top response to one of the user's questions. Who is the most successful rapper turned actor? Other um, contender was Queen Latifah, Jamie Foxx, and Ice-T. Uh, National Pet Day was trending over the weekend as well, Um, at least on Sunday. Social media users attached the hashtag to posts devoted to their four-legged paws friends, uh, slightly, or their companions, whatever the hell you want to call them. The official Twitter page for the National Pet Day sent out tweets asking people looking for looking for pets to consider for adoption. So there you go. That was making some trends. And, of course, the big one. That was making the sequence of events was hashtag Bad Bunny. Yeah, that's no joke there. Uh, Was trending over the weekend after his performance in ring at WrestleMania. The Puerto Rican Raptor joined his pal Damian Priest to take on The Miz and John Morrison in a tag team match. Fans were surprisingly shocked with Bunny's athletic ability. It was being known as one of the best. No joke. One of the best performances by a celebrity at WrestleMania. So there you go. That was what was going on according to the plan. So that's it. Anyways, so let's get you to our friends that feature story news. Have them start talking about what they have going on. Um, And we'll get that moving and grooving right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. Feature story news in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. There have been clashes with police in Brooklyn Centre, close to Minneapolis, after a black man was fatally shot by officers during a traffic stop. 
20-year-old Dante Wright's name was chanted by protesters, but police used tear gas to disperse demonstrations and a curfew's been imposed. US Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's warned reopening the US economy too soon could lead to another jump in coronavirus cases. He also said the Fed was unlikely to raise interest rates this year. Jagruti Dave reports from Washington. Jerome Powell said the US economy is at an inflection point. Speaking to CBS's 60 Minutes, the Fed chair said the pandemic is still a major risk to the nation's economic recovery. What we're seeing now is really an economy that seems to be at an inflection point, and that's because of you know widespread vaccination and strong fiscal support, strong monetary policy support. We, we feel like we're at a place where the economy is about to start growing much more quickly. Even though he described an accelerating economy, Mr Powell said the Fed would, for the time being, continue to maintain a loose monetary policy, keeping interest rates near zero until there's a stronger rebound in the jobs market. Chinese tech giant Alibaba is playing down the impact of a record $2.8 billion fine from China's antitrust regulator. Analysts say the fine marks a turning point in Beijing's approach to fast-growing Chinese tech companies. But Alibaba's bosses say they are unaware of any similar probes taking place into other companies. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Alibaba's Hong Kong-listed shares surged in early trading following a conference call on which the company's bosses told investors they don't expect any material negative impact as a result of a four-month-long investigation from China's antitrust regulators. The conclusion of that investigation has been a record-high antitrust fine and a long list of changes the company is required to make under China's anti-monopoly law. Analysts say the probe and fine are designed to send a warning shot that Beijing plans to tighten its oversight of China's booming tech sector going forward. In recent months, Chinese regulators have showed increasing willingness to step in, including putting a sudden halt to the IPO of Alibaba's affiliate Ant Group, which had been set for the world's largest ever initial public offering. Hideki Matsuyama's claimed victory at the Masters at Augusta National Golf Club, becoming the first player from Japan to win a men's major championship. Phoebe Amoroso reports from Tokyo. Ten years after Matsuyama debuted at Augusta National as the best amateur, he has claimed the top title. Donning the green jacket, Matsuyama told onlookers he was really happy to have won and he hoped to be a pioneer for Japanese golf. He is the first Japanese man to win a major golf title. Two Japanese women won majors in 1977 and 2019. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on first thing in the morning as we are always talking, moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff because that is what we do here. So there you go. Um, So I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, sometimes we get to the show and we start doing the things that we do. I'm sure that you go through the same thing, too, where, you know, you wake up and you're just not feeling it. And hey, let's talk about not feeling it. How does work go when you don't feel it? I mean, I'm sure you don't put shit on the back burner because those things happen. And what is the frequency of it happening? You know, I think it's interesting, at least depending on where you're located, on how things go from time to time. You adjust, you adapt, and all that. But what happens on the mornings that you wake up and you don't feel it? A lot of people um, say that that's the case. In that particular regards that, you know, when you don't feel it, you still move forward. How do you actually handle it? And yes, to answer your question, yes, I am rocking an ASSP shirt today. If you're kind of curious, I mean, it's kind of broad and available on the logo right there. Yeah. Oh, I know why you're asking me. Is Are you asking me because I forgot to put up the code? Okay, the code's up. And I forgot to put up the note. Okay, I'll put both of those things up real quick. Sorry about the confusion there. So there you go. So we talked about this last week. I guess um, we have Richard Nichols that wants me to talk about this again. So uh, last week we did a shirt, or we didn't do a shirt. That's I'm wearing a shirt. Um, we did this little sign. I am not speaking at any safety conference or expo uh, September the 13th through the 15th. So here we go. Here is the sign once again where you can see it. If you want to download it, the QR code is available right there on the screen. So there you go. Is it ironic? No, that's a song by Alanis Morissette. I can play it for you if you want, but you'll have to come to Radio Big to take a listen to it. So there you go. I mean, I'm sure, as you probably are aware, I do have a lot of stuff that I do wear. I mean, if you want me to, I can go have someone get me the safety B shirt and we'll wear that on at some point this week. Here's the fun part. What people don't understand is that I do a lot of strange things around here. I mean, that's the fun thing. The other portion is a lot of people think that I have this hate relationship towards the American Society of Safety Professionals. It's not that I don't like what they do. I just, there are certain things that I don't agree with. 
And I think I'm perfectly fine on using my platform on saying those things. Not that they're a bad company. Not that they're a bad organization. They just do things certainly differently. And, hey, let's be realistic. They have an event that's going on right now that is coming up. And they handed out signs to people that said, hey, I am speaking at X event during the 13th and the 15th. Hey, I wanted to help them out. And I wanted them to have signs for people that are not speaking. So there you go. So that's that's the fun part. So people get all kind of get all these kind of misinformation on the things that I like and I don't like. Now, I'm going to tell you this where people were kind of shocked last year was during the pandemic, which we're still going on right now, but people were shocked during the pandemic that I was not happy that certain groups were charging mega bucks to go to a pre-recorded virtual event that had somebody inside of a chat box that was speaking where they could answer my questions. And if I don't like something, I'm going to say something. And then here's the fun part. We had people that were on part of our network at the time that were talking so much shit about that same organization. But the moment that the big organization came about and was saying, hey, let's talk. We're going to give you marketing and potentially some money. (gasps) They bowed down. And guess what? I don't do that. I will tell you that we only promote stuff here that I like, that I agree with, and so on. So you will never hear me talk about a sponsor about something I don't believe in or agree with or something that should be part or that's relevant to the audience. I mean, you're not going to hear me go talk a whole bunch of shit about somebody and then be like, hey, they got do- they got marketing dollars. So uh, I'm, I'm willing to, um, you know, change what I believe in. Sorry, not the game that I play. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is your show. And we do exactly what you want to see and hear on there. Within reason, of course. But come on. I mean, it's just a bunch of BS. The funny part is that what you get here is the same person that you'll hear me say the exact same things off the air. It's not a character. It's not, oh, I need to be popular. No, sorry. I was in high school many, many years ago. I don't need that. I don't need to, you know, let's be part of the cool club because that's that's what the click wants right now. It makes me want to vomit when I hear stuff like that where people will bow to the master. Yeah, that's exactly what it boils down to. Yeah, you know something? I don't I I don't like this. I don't like this. Oh, they're coming my way. I love them. They're so great. I wear shit to piss people off sometimes just to do it. Just to see if I can gather attention of what you're looking at. Not that I disagree with this organization. There are just certain things I don't like. You'll never see me there. You will never see me there presenting. You will never see me there because then I have sold out. There would have to be a dynamic, a dynamic and gigantic change to certain things. But that's a whole other story for another day. And let's not kind of just sit back and pick on them. Because there's more than just one organization that does similar things. 350 designations inside of the safety industry alone. 350. Are they going to help me with keeping other people safe? Or are they going to help me 
with in regards of understanding my job better and tell me that there's certain sequences of things that I do in regards of my employment that are not good enough to get credentialing. I mean, come on. Anyways, you're going to put me down a whole tirade of something else that I don't even want to be talking about. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, anywhere, 12-year-old boy is expected to survive after being shot in the chest in Brooklyn on Saturday night. Two, two groups of people began shooting at each other, and a stray bullet hit the child who was walking down the street. He stumbled into a nearby liquor store, prompting the owner to call 911. No arrests have been made in the incident, so that did occur on Saturday. Good to hear that he is expected to survive. But think about that stray bullets as we start talking about it right away. Anyways, 18 minutes past the top of the hour. Matter of fact, before I get too far, because I know that this is not going to go extremely well, let's let's just get John in here. Let's just get John in here. Let him do his little motivation thing, and we'll go from there. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. There's a great anonymous quote that says, Knowledge is being aware of what you can do. Wisdom is knowing when not to do it. I've mentioned it here before, but something I think more of us need to do, we need to create a not-to-do list. Like today's quote says, Just because we can do something doesn't mean we should do that thing. Sometimes we need to make a list of things that we don't like to do, or things that we're just not very good at. And sometimes it's things we don't want to get better at because they don't bring us joy. If you make that list... And don't do those things anymore, according to today's quote, that'll make us a little wiser, which is always a good thing. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat, and I'm doing a downward dog, and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice and generally, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. 
Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, so there you go. We got the Figer in there right away. There you go. There you go. Anyways, nearly 40% of U.S. Marines have dec- are declining COVID-19 vaccines. Over 75,000 Marines have received their shots, but another 48,000 have turned down the offer to get poked. There are another 102,000 Marines that have not yet been offered the vaccine. The last last month, CNN reported that a third of the military personnel is declining the vaccine. So there you go. Some information going on inside of there if you're so inclined to find out. Anyways, as of Sunday, over 187 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Over 72.6 million Americans have been fully vaccinated while more than 119 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. is nearing 31 million and with more than 558,000 deaths. So there you go. What do you got going on there? So have you been giving any thought to anything related to the vaccine? Are you getting the vaccine? And let's talk about it because we have mentioned it already. Let's talk about events that are taking place. If you're going to an event here in the next few months, are any of these events requiring or requesting that you already have the vaccine? I know some job places are requiring that you already be vaccinated if you're returning back into the office, but are any of the events that you're going to requiring so? Just some stuff to think about, of course. Here's the other thing. When you start taking a look at events that are going on, what, do you, what is your general consensus? Now, I will tell you there was a pretty large live event that occurred over the weekend, kind of, kind of like the Super Bowl of wrestling known as WrestleMania, and there was people that had masks, but we don't know about the vaccination. I guess that's independent choices as we do talk. But when you start thinking about safety events, what do you think about? Because that's going to be a totally different anomaly on how that's looked at. So what do you think when you hear it? Like, if you go to a safety event that's upcoming, do you think that people should be vaccinated? What do you think mass requirements are going to be? How do you look at the overall thing? Especially if they have any kind of mess hall or anywhere where you can eat as a group, that's going to be part of the conversation. Now, I will tell you, the more that I look at some of these things, the more I question some of the stuff that's going on. Because I want to understand what is happening. I want to understand what's supposed to take place. But, hey, that's my gig in regards to how that goes on. Uh, so I know that over in like in the next month or so, a little over a month, I'm supposed to be attending an event. Yes, I'm planning on going. Um, but I still have tons of questions. And, you know, when you have your go-home session, 
pre-event before the event's supposed to occur. And number one, let's say, for instance, you have a meeting tomorrow and it's Monday and you haven't even received a confirmation letting you know that there's supposed to be a meeting before your major event the day before you start questioning some things right away because it is the go home edition of your meeting before your big event and you don't know anything that's going on so some stuff to think about on how are you planning for everything else some data and information might be needed anyways let's continue talking the south african variant of the coronavirus can break through Pfizer's vaccine to a certain extent, according to the new study from Israel. A study compared 400 people who had tested positive for COVID at least two weeks after receiving one of the two doses of Pfizer vaccine against the same number of unvaccinated patients in with the disease uh the south african variant was found uh, to make about one percent of the all cases uh abroad the the among fully vaccinated patients uh the variant is prevalent how does this even make any sense was eight times higher than the unvaccinated patients suggesting that the vaccine is less effective against the mutated version of the strand or strain. Uh, previous studies showed that the Pfizer vaccine offered a robust defense against both South African and British variant. Here you go. So we have a case of 400. I mean, I guess it's some kind of modeling when you start taking a look at it. Some kind of modeling uh, when it's when it's all said and done. But man, I mean, really going down, going down to the trenches there. So really stuff to think about as people are talking more and more about the vaccination. Anyways, let's continue talking. Staff and guests at the Honolulu Reserves were were evacuated after uh, shots were fired on Saturday night by guests who were who had barricaded themselves or barricaded himself into a room. The suspect believed to be a high ranking member of the Navy fired through the doors against <laughs> again, after officers arrived to try to uh, have them go in peacefully, the stand the standoff uh, ended with a Sunday morning as suspects were shooting himself. No one was injured, according to the report. Well, hold on, if the suspect shot himself, somebody was injured. Officers have not reported what sparked the shooting. Uh, the guy that was behind the door sounds like he was the one that sparked the shooting. Anyway, so let's continue talking. A hunter in South Carolina killed a 12-foot, 445-pound nuanced gator, which has also turned out to be a serial dog killer. Ned McKinley, who killed the gator on his private land, uh, took it to the local butcher who opened up the stomach and found five dog tags, one bullet jacket, one spark plug, loads of turtle shells, and several bobcat claws inside. One of the phone numbers of the dog tag still worked, and the man who answered confirmed that he had lost his dog 24 years earlier while hunting a lease property near where the gator was was killed. Um McNeely, uh, meanwhile, at the, said at the butcher, told the local CBS station that they were slightly stunned by what they found. That they know that the gator can still and uh, the can and will eat just about anything. Yeah, sounds that way for sure. Um, I don't know. Should I talk about this one? Because this one's a developing story. This is a developing story at the time that this was pulled. So let's talk about. I guess let's talk about it. Um, Let's uh let's do this. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, reports indicate that a police officer shot and killed a 20-year-old Dante Wright in North Minneapolis suburb Sunday afternoon. ABC 5 Minneapolis reports that he, that he, hold on, reports that I'm assuming the victim was stopped by a part of a, of a routine traffic stop. Officers determined that the victim had outstanding warrants and then they, be, uh, then they began the arrest of the victim, tried to escape, and that's when one officer fired shots. Wright was pronounced dead on the scene. His girlfriend was reportedly with him in the car at the time. The shooting comes amid the heightened tension surrounding the ongoing trial of Derek Chavin and the other officials or officers on trial for the death of George Floyd. Process started on after after the occurrence in the area on Sunday afternoon and continued into the evening. Minneapolis area police were trying to defuse any gathering before turning violent. So what do you think about this? Because here's the thing. So right now, if you're in any part of whatever country you're listening us to, so how does that work when something similar actually ends up occurring? Do people start losing it? Do people start going back and forth for a moment? Because here's the thing. So, yes, someone was shot. We do know this. There was protests that started forming. But how do you keep the area safe after the occurrence? Let's not talk about pre-occurrence because the occurrence already occurred. So, but what do you do to keep the surrounding area safe? So let's talk about it. If the protest is occurring next to where your work area is at, how do you go about it? How do you go about solving that whole thing? A lot of stuff to think about, especially when you start looking at it. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the sixth person who was shot by former player Philip Adams last week has died. Robert Shook, 38, an air conditioning technician, died of injury sustained in Wednesday's shooting. He was working at the home of Dr. Robert Leslie. When Adams showed up and began shooting, killed in the shooting spree was Dr. Leslie, his wife, Barbara, two of his grandchildren's Ada and Noah, nine and five, and another air conditioning technician, James Lewis. Adams, 32, shot himself as the police officers closed in on him. Following the, the massacre, his brain is now being examined for possible degenerative disease which has been um, shown to cause violent mood swings in some athletes and members of the military. So here's the thing, because we're talking about traumatic brain injuries again, talking about how that actually works with the NFL and people playing football. Let's let me backtrack. Let me pull the NFL out of it with people playing football and how that occurrence happens. So what do you think we're going to see as more of these studies and more of these things occur? Now, don't get me wrong. The shooting spree is terrible. There is no justification for what Philip Adams has done. But what do you think will happen next? As we see into the man's brain and they actually do some kind of studying because of some of the sequences that we saw before because of traumatic brain injuries. That's going to be some of the questions coming about because I still don't think that inside of our society, we understand how big a traumatic brain injury has an impact into what the hell's going on with a person. 
Now, I will tell you, traumatic brain injury is something that is near and dear to my heart because of occurrences within my family with it. So that's a whole other story that I'm sure we can get into another day. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, here are the states in favor and opposed to using COVID-19 passports. Those who favor tracking its residents like, uh, tracking their residents, I guess, are New York, Hawaii, and Illinois. Allowing residents to be free in, free in the land of the free are, well, that's, that's cute. Uh, Florida, Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, Missouri. I mean, I'm sorry, Missouri and Nebraska. Meanwhile, the Biden administration, who are avoiding the crisis at the border at all costs, is focused on creating the set of standards for private companies to make their own version of a passport. Really? Really? That's what the hell? What the hell? Uh, Anyways. So what do you think? How is that going to work? Do you think it's going to be app based? And would you participate in it? And do you think that when you're trying to travel, and I'm talking about getting on major means of transportation, is that going to be something uh, that's going to be required? Now, I'm going to tell you, right now, I'm taking a look at it, and I'm thinking right now this. If I have to travel over the next little bit, if I decide to get vaccinated, not vaccinated, whatever, if I'm going southeast, yeah, southeast, if I'm staying in the southeast region, I'm probably going by car. That I mean, I think that's it. I don't think I want to go jump on a plane and go through all that rigmarole at the moment. Hey, that's my choice. Of course, you have your choices on what you want to do. But what are you thinking? What are you thinking about the passport? What do you think about jumping on a plane and all that kind of fun stuff? Now, I will tell you, we talked about this uh, last week about people being able to get the vaccination card. And I'm talking about the card, not the vaccine. And the funny part, because I'm going to say funny because it was just funny, funny, funny. Think it was yesterday? Yeah, let's say it was yesterday. I had somebody send me a link. I don't know if he wants me to call him out by name. I'm sure that if he wants to and he is taking a listen or going through the streamer, he can say whatever. Send me a link of where you could download the card so there you go where you could download the card so legitimately the card took you to a website or the website took you to the card where you could download it and make it yourself now i believe me i'm not condoning this but it doesn't take a genius to go out there and find this shit in regards of doing so and i mean it's not like these cards are super ass difficult to mimic and not that i would say go do that by any way means or form but the honest people will be honest and the people that are not honest will do on honest things so that's there you go it was me jim Bozel. i'm glad you're saying it not me and it was on the safety wars podcast so there you go so if you want to hear more about it definitely go to safety wars but that's the crazy thing. You could legitimately download the card. And let's be realistic. Unless you're properly trained to know what exactly to look for on the card, I'm sure someone could gimmick the thing up. And I mean that with the biggest amount of malice possible. So let's, what are we going to do here? And I'm not saying one way, shape, or form, because 
whatever you could do on a paper form electronically, unless you have some very good encryption, not that difficult either, whole other story. But what do you think about it? What do you think about this scenario? I mean, there's a lot of weird things that happen in our world. Let's just not lie about it. But this is one of those that really amazed me, especially when I had somebody contact me to let me know, hey, you want to know something? I was able to get into the vaccination line and all of a sudden get the card before I got the vaccine. Still got the vaccine, but was able to wait in line with the vaccination card, with the number on it and everything ready to go. Crazy. Crazy times. Crazy times. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's continue talking. 38 minutes past the top of the hour. A stormtrooper statue was stolen from the front of a Long Island store last week. Surveillance footage from the... From the blast, there you go, from the past video game store, shows two women walking off with a three-foot Star Wars figure in the middle of the afternoon on April the 1st. The statue's worth about $300. The video game of two, uh, the the video game, (laughs) the video of two women has gone viral on social media, so there is hope that the police may soon be able to find the thieves. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Women at... Women and people under the age of 40 are old are more likely to experience side effects from COVID-19 vaccines. Dr. William Schaffner, an infectious disease expert from Vanderbilt University, told the Post that women and younger people who have more local reactions, a sore arm, a day of not feeling well, or aches and pains. There are um, There has to be some reason for this, but we don't know what they are yet. He added. So there you go. So what are you thinking here? So as we're seeing the country change the vaccination protocols in regards of age demo, also a new report coming out saying that you're starting to see younger people, 700 new cases of people 12 and younger getting COVID. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking right now? And I know that this is starting to become the rated R safety COVID show. But what are you thinking here? Are you thinking that it's time that it's time to get it? Or are you still waiting? I mean, you can do whatever you want. You have to make the answer solution to whatever is best for you. I can't tell you this is what you need to do. You have to go based on what is your current situation on what's going to work best. You have to look at what you want to do, what are the side effects, and so on. Does it apply to the case? Are you in a work environment, at a home environment where you're mostly alone? I mean, there's so many different sequences on what needs to to take place. Herd immunity and all that kind of fun stuff. So... Think about it. You need to make the decision. That's going to be what's going on. So a lot of stuff to go. I'm watching and waiting. I'm not sure what that means, Mr. Gray, but I would love to know what you're waiting for. That's always that's always cool. So anyways, let's continue going and moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff because I think we're there at that portion where we start doing what we call, you know, that main story thing. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. 
So let's start talking because it is, you know, it is, let's see, 41 minutes past the top of the hour. So it definitely means that I am running behind. But can you really run behind on a morning show? I don't know. I guess you can to some extent. So when we start talking this morning and we start looking at what we would consider who's on the team, what do you think about what comes to mind? Because your situation is going to vary. (laughs) to see people turn into zombies. Oh, well, I think a lot of us are waiting for the exact same thing. Uh, But here's the thing. So let's talk about this real quick. When you say, when you ask that all important question, who's on the team, what comes to mind right away? What comes to mind when we start talking about that? Because you envision a team that could be a sports team. That could be the team that you interact with at work. There's so many things that come to your mind or my mind or people's mind when we start talking about this. So when we start looking at teams, what does your all-star team for your environment for work look like? Who's on it? What does it consist of? Do you have the doubter? Do you have the questioner? Do you have the people that know everything? I mean, that team, what would it look like if you could build it? And the reason why I'm bringing this up today, and the reason that I'm talking about this, is because here's the thing. Everybody who's on a team or every individual has their pros and cons, regardless on how you look at it. I'm sorry, we're not all perfect. I don't know really anyone who's perfect. So, presence company included. Um, but here's the thing. When you build the team, you have to understand their strengths and their weaknesses. There are people that are on a team for X purpose. Some people are on a team because they want to help build a team. There are some people that are on a team because they're in it for themselves. No joke, all joking aside when we're talking about it. But what does this team consist of? Because as long as we understand that there's flaws, can you be cool with moving forward with the team. It's interesting that we always want to look at X, Y, and Z, especially when we're kind of back back on the court back in the day, playing when we're doing, hey, let's pick this person, let's pick that person. But when you do this with your team for safety, if you kind of have a safety department, what does that look like? And let's say that that's not what you have. You just have a whole bunch of operators, but some are safe and some are not. What does the team look like? Are you basing it off a of personality or are you basing it off a of skill set? Are you basing off of knowledge? Because the interesting part is that when you're building a team, what I and some others look for is, well, let me rephrase that. What some people look for is a knowledge base. Some people look for skills. Some people look for personality. And that's the interesting part. Me personally, I look more towards the person. I guess more of the individual personality. Because a lot of other stuff can be trained. What I'm always looking for is people that do things better than I do. People that do things more, that are more productive, that are better at doing X. Because I will tell you, When it comes to certain aspects, I'm not great at it. 
We can communicate together. We can hang out and do things. But I am not, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not the, I'm not the all speaker. I am not the, the gel person. I kind of come in and I am the reality check person. Some people like it. Some people don't. But you have to have different players on the team. I will tell you, I read a book about the founding of Pixar, which I'm not even sure if we're allowed to talk about Pixar anymore. And how it was crucial for the success of Pixar for them to get people around the person who founded Pixar that were smarter than him. And I look at that and I think that there's such a value added there. Because if you have a whole bunch of people around you that are smarter than you, it's going to make the work environment better. It's going to make the team better. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I never have. I always tell people, listen, I'm cool with playing second fiddle to certain things. No problem there at all. Listen, I don't need to be the center of attention. Even though I'm coming to you on a screen, on a radio station, on a podcast. Because here's the gig. I want to enhance the talent that's around me. I want to enhance the people that are with me. Because here's the thing. I am not going to be able to reach everyone. Not people are going to, people are not going to like my approach. Guess what? People are not going to like your approach. You could be too salesy. You could be too quirky. You could just not be someone's cup of tea. And that's okay. That's why that team has to consist of what and who. So what is the driving factors there? What do you look for when you're building a team? I mean, I will tell you, if you want to get me out of a conversation right away, be a name dropper. Be the person that you sit down, you're having lunch with someone, and every other thing is, I know Joe Smith from down the road. He is in charge of blah, 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 blah. And Joe Smith and I were hanging out with Bob Martin. And Bob Martin is in charge of blah, 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 blah. And, you know, anytime that I call Bob, Bob will get onto the phone with Charlie. And Charlie and I and Joe, it's like, okay, dude. You got me going. And to them, that is astonishing. And to them, that's great. But you'll lose me. And that's what happens. That's a sequence that happens with me. What is a sequence that happens with you? So think about it real quick. What does your team look like? This is the conversation we need to start having next. We've been talking now for weeks of what you're going to do next. I've been asking, what's driving you? What do you want to change? What do you want to go towards? Are you starting to think about your team? Listen, every day that I sit here and come in and hang out, you and I are part of a team. Do we agree with everything that you say, that I say? Probably not. But at the end of the day, I'm not holding people down. I want to give people the point of view of what I'm seeing for you in return to tell me what you're seeing and where I'm wrong 
and you're right or vice versa or where we just won't agree. And that's okay because it's point of views. Hey, listen, last week with the with the sign thing. Yeah. Was it sarcasm? Absolutely. But it's about inclusion, right? Today, wearing the shirt, is it sarcasm? Absolutely. Because I knew I would get a rise out of some people. That's why I did it. But at the end of the day, it's about building the team, advancing the community. We'll get to that at some point. But where do you want to go next? What does your team consist of? I will tell you right now, we have some interesting people definitely inside of the box this morning. We have different people taking a listen. I will tell you, I was at an event. At this point, it has been definitely over a year. And Terry Gray was there. And I'll mention him because he's in the box at the moment. And he was doing his safety man movement speech as I was hanging out. And I think we were in South Dakota, if I remember correctly. And the man was rapping on the stage. Now, could you imagine me trying to rap? That would probably never work. But Terry is part of a team where he can do that. Just kind of how it works. So what is the different structure inside of your team? Do you get it to gel? Anyways, a lot to think about this morning. It is currently 50 minutes past the top of the hour, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. I got Oh, there you go. Glitter gutter. Yeah, if I don't pick the titles, baby. Anyways, condi- this is by Conditional and Beery Sarguski. Yeah, Beery Sarguski and Conditional. This song's available on Spotify and iTunes. Boy, did the show fly by today or what? But don't worry about it. I'll be going to over to RadioBig.fm. That is what you have to type into the browser just in case. It is radiobig.fm. So if you want to go to it, radiobig, one, you know, just do it as one giant word, all sequenced together, .fm. It's not a .com. It is a .fm because radio stations use .fm. So if you went to safety.fm, you won't go directly to the radio station. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world. Anyways, let's see. What do we got here? Okay. 
Uh, veterans of the environment management who can make decisions and who can pay for the improvement of people who are being affected by changes in the definition of someone who questions things to name a few. I like it. I like it, Mr. Gray. Thank you for giving the input inside of there. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that occurred back on this date. So back in, let's see, 1999, President Bill Clinton is cited for contempt of court, of contempt of court, hold on, contempt of court for giving intentional false statements in a sexual harassment civil lawsuit. The suit brought forward by Paula Jones had previously been thrown out, but it was reinstated after Clinton admitted that he was having an affair with White House intern Monica Lewinsky. The, the live reference in with, of the famous one. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That happened back in 1999. In 2020, Pope Francis calls out calls the world to be united in the face of COVID-19 in his Easter message from the empty St. Peter's Cathedral in Rome. Anyways, let's talk about some some birthdays that occurred. So let's go from the top. Jenna Johnson turns 27 today. Jesse James Decker, 33. April Rose Pigeonkill turns 33. Uh, Brendan Urie, 34. Brooklyn Decker, 34. Brooklyn Decker's only 34. Wow. She looks younger, but hey, whatever. Uh, Jennifer Morrison turns 42. Claire Danes turns 42. Christina Moore turns 48. Claudia Jordan turns 48. Shannon Doherty turns 50. Andy Garcia, 65. David Letterman, 74. Oh, good old Dave. Uh, let's continue. Ed O'Neill turned 75. So that's, there you go. Um, and then of course we heard the heartbreaking news that occurred late last week, but I'm sure by now you've probably heard it and it's terrible to hear, but let's share it, uh, one more time. But DMX has died a week after his overdose, virtually no brain function returned. And by Thursday, his organs started failing as he remained on life support as the source told the Post. On Friday, the rep for his families were deeply saddened to announce that today our loved one DMX, birth name Earl Simmons, passed away at the age of 50. Uh, yeah, 50 years old at the White Plains Hospital with his family by his side after being placed on life support over the past few days. Earl was a warrior who, who fought till the very end. Yep, I'm sure he did. DMX was going to give it to us, and I am sure glad that X gave it to us for so many years. Anyways, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with the family. Let's continue talking as we're getting to the end of the show. If you want to hang out on RadioBig.fm, you can do so by following along. We will definitely be playing some DMX today. Don't worry about that. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Today's drawing will be for $220 million jackpot or $148.9 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $67 million or a $46 million cash payout. Let me give you the top five real quick in the box office here. You might be surprised once again at number five, Voyagers at $1.3 million. Raya and the Last Dragon, $2.1 million. The Unholy at number three at $2.4 million. At number two, Nobody with $2.6 million. And I don't know how the hell it is happening, but Godzilla versus Kong is number one again at $13.3 million. So there you go. That is what is going on on that side of the planet. Let me give you some quick stuff on the other side real quick if you need a random joke for the day people are like i i will love you unconditionally under one condition that's so true uh if you need a phone starter for today what is the dumbest question you've ever been asked at work 
<laughs> oh, so many good ones. Anyways, if you need something for a water cooler today, try this. For whatever reason, 10% of women say that have done this in the bathroom. What is it? Snacked. There you go. Having a snack in the bathroom. Kind of a weird place to have it, but hey, whatever, whatever it takes to sneak in the little snack there. Uh, good for you. Anyways, let's talk about some days of the year that you can celebrate today. National for the 12s Day, whatever that means. Big Wind Day. Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, National Library Worker Day, National Licorice Day. Sorry, why would you want to celebrate that? Uh, Ramadan begins, and then Walk on Your Wild Side Day. There you go. (laughs) Walking on your wild side for today. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and on SafetyFM.com. Let me tell you the most important part that you'll hear all day throughout the show. This is what we're going to talk about. It is our friends at the AFSP.org. That is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If you're struggling from depression or suicidal thoughts, give my friends a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. Know that you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities who have, who have, whose lives have been impacted by suicide or depression. Seriously, don't do anything else if you're struggling with either one until you give them a call, a text, or visit their website. All joking aside. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk, just in case you forgot. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would like to leave you with this one. Your first child teaches you how long the days are. Your last child teaches you how short the years are. Something to think about as you go through it. If you want to come and hang out, I'm going to RadioBig.fm right after this. So, just like always, I know who you are. You know who I am. Duh. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.